What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LC Gaming Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. My name is LC, and I am your host. This weekly podcast is dedicated to gaming news, Twitch news, and Twitch streamers. And we've been moving along here for seven weeks now, and if you haven't heard me yet, I'll take some time to explain what this podcast is all about. First, I take the time to go over a few of the major headlines of the gaming community over the last seven days. Uh, second, as the podcast grows and moves along, I'm going to have regular guests on the show to talk about many, many, many different things. Uh, most of my guests to start with are going to be Twitch streamers that I've discovered and are popular in the streaming community. The last but not least, as time rolls on and we get closer to E3, and we are one month out from E3 and we got some news on that today, uh, we'll go into detail about rumors that pop up going into the, that event. At the end of every show, I'll give you my email address to you, that tasty listener, so you can ask me questions, and I'll answer your questions on headlines, rumors, and leaks. And if you want my opinion on something Twitch or gaming related, I'll give it to you. Now, let's get things started. Alright, first we're going to talk about uh, something pretty serious that can affect the gaming community. It's not really dedicated to the gaming community, but it's uh, dedicated to uh, to PCs in general. And it can really, 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 really affect somebody. Um, there is some ransomware going around... Uh, the world right now and it's affecting over 74 countries the NSA reports that a hacking group known as the shadow brokers have been leaking a ransomware to the web over the past several months and according to an Ars Technica report last month the shadow brokers leaked around a gigabyte worth of weaponized software exploits including one that targeted most versions of Windows the ransomware is called WCRY uh, W-C-R-Y uh, it goes under a bunch of different names called uh, like WannaCry, WannaCryptor. Um, I think another one was WannaCrypt, uh, WannaDecryptor, something like that. Uh, but they're all going to be different versions of WCry, and, and they'll be spelled out differently than that. Well, right now they're, they're requesting that victims pay up to $300 to remove the infection and decrypt the files. And if they don't, um, their data remains inaccessible. And if they uh, don't pay after seven days, then they lose all of their files and information forever. There is a current map of how it is affecting countries all over the world and computers, and it's live. As computers get infected, this pops up and shows you. And I'll give you the website. It is intel, I-N-T-E-L, dot malwaretech.com, backslash wannacrypt, W-A-N-N-A-C-R-Y-P-T dot H-T-M-L. And this is a live map that shows computers that get infected as it happens. And I looked at this map five minutes ago, and there wasn't a single dot in the United States. And I have it up currently. I'm looking at it right now. And it looks to be almost covering the country. It's getting full already. So how this spreads is through emails. Anything that pops up with invoices, job offers, dating sites, and stuff like that, uh, it will infect your computer. So go to that website, intel.malwaretech.com slash wannacrypt.html, and you can see how it is affecting a country that you live in. 
this is a terrible, terrible thing. So keep an eye out on that. We're going to move on here real quick. We're going into uh, a Xbox One is having a backwards compatible sale starting on Tuesday, May 16th. They have 275 back compact games that are going to be on sale up to 75% off. Now, they don't have a list of the games that will be for sale yet, and they don't have an ending date, but keep an eye out on that. That's something really quick. Uh, So, Tuesday, keep an eye out for that. Now, the two mostly positive headlines that I'm going to go into right now, uh, they're fairly sizable. But they're, they're, they're positive in a sense. The first one is a business or website, whatever you want to call it, called Smashcast. And this is a company that has been formed from two previous companies merging together. Azubu and Hitbox, who have been Twitch competitors for a little while um, and haven't been able to stay caught up with Twitch, they've merged together to try to be a competitor. And they have a new 4K-ready studio in Vienna, Austria, that they are building up to start this so that they can ensure the quality of support that they provide to broadcasting and publishing partners is top of the line. And they're gonna it's going to be a 4K and VR-supported format, and they want to make sure that they can rival Twitch because although Twitch is not a monopoly right now, Microsoft has uh, the Microsoft Beam, but Twitch controls 43% of gaming content in, a, in the streaming industry. 43% for one company. That's a lot. Uh, so 43% of a $3.8 billion industry. A lot, a lot of money. So keep your eye out for Smashcast. You might want to Google them and look them up and see what they have to offer. It's not going to be anything that's immediate, that they they start showing up all over the place right off the bat. It's probably going to take them a year or two to get up to where somebody starts noticing them. But it's, it's somebody to pay attention to. And last but not least is that we've got some pretty good indications as to what E3 is going to be like, who's going to be there, what's going to be uh, unveiled. We know that Red Dead Redemption 2 will probably be there. You're going to see a lot of Destiny 2. One thing that Microsoft has come out and said is that you will not see Halo 6. Now, they do have something Halo-related that they want to unveil, but you will not see Halo 6. We'll see kind of what what Microsoft has in store for that. Nintendo, on the other hand, they're not doing much real big as far as game unveils. They are going to be there with two invitational tournaments. Nintendo will be using E3 as a location for its first ever ARMS Invitational and for its Splatoon 2 World Inkling Invitational. Uh, So those are going to be two big tournaments for fans of the Nintendo Switch exclusive games but they will have super mario odyssey in tow i'm not real sure exactly what that's going to be and how it's going to turn out but that will be one thing that they do i know that uh they want to kick off with a live stream at 9 a.m pacific 
Um, that'll be noon Eastern on Tuesday, June 13th. And we'll focus mostly on Super Mario Odyssey, but we'll include details about this year's Nintendo Switch games that have yet to be released. I know they'll be followed by more long-form uh, streams that they're going to have. Uh, last year, focused on Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild, but they really haven't announced what games are going to be involved in the streaming this year. So I'm sure Mario's going to be a big one, but one big game for a three- to four-hour unveiling or stage time it's it's not a lot so expect to have more from from nintendo sony's conference is scheduled to take place at uh, 6 p.m pacific on june 12th that's 9 p.m eastern and uh sony's been pretty big the last few years uh i think it was a was it a couple years ago they did the announcement for the remake of Final Fantasy VII, and then last year they had the the God of War four, and uh, Horizon Zero Zero Dawn. I think was a big one that they unveiled last year, and then they went in with PS4 Pro and the PS4 Slim, and they showed off a lot of PlayStation VR. So I they've had big unveilings in the last couple years i'm kind of um kind of excited to see what they show this year i'm not 100 percent sure what they have in tool for exclusives because in my opinion sony has better exclusives than microsoft does and, and that's something coming from a microsoft junkie but so we'll see they never disappoint that's for sure and we'll see what they have. Microsoft, on the other hand, theirs is on Sunday, June 11th at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And it it's going to be different this year. Like I've talked about, I think I talked about it last week, is that the weekend before E3 starts, they have the Microsoft event where E3 takes place. And they do a lot of unveiling there with anything that's hardware related or you know something that they don't want to take the attention away from their games and they're doing that this year as well. Project Scorpio is going to be unveiled the week before E3 so that on June 11th when they do their video game stage time it's going to be specifically video game stage time. So you'll get to see the Project Scorpio in use the week before E3. EA is having their EA Play event like they do every year. Uh, they'll have Madden there, who Tom Brady is on the cover of this year. People want to see a Half-Life 3 reveal, but it's not going to happen. And just in my my opinion, it's don't expect it. You never know, they can come out with a surprise and... and surprise all of us but i don't expect a half-life 3 reveal there's they're doing a bunch of half-life 2 vr stuff and i think that's what their main focus is going to be on so don't expect half-life 3 so during the ea play event that i talked about a minute ago you're going to be seeing uh, star wars battlefront 2 there's going to be a new need for speed title 
you'll have Madden NFL 18, FIFA 18, and NBA Live 18. They're not the only ones that are going to be there, but EA has said that they'll confer more uh, throughout the next coming months. So those are probably the only ones that you're going to get to play, but they'll announce more. Bethesda will have a showcase this year, so it'll be the second year that Bethesda has a unveiling. This year it's set to take place on June 11th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Quake Champions will probably be the big showstopper for Bethesda, but you're also looking at some VR games like Fallout 4 and Doom. They're not certainties, but they're probably going to be there. A lot of people, like we've talked about before, a lot of people are hoping for Elder Scrolls 6. It ain't going to happen. Um, I've heard it from a lot of people. Talk to a lot of people. They're pushing for Elder Scrolls 6, and there's just too many irons in the fire. It's not going to happen this year. I would venture to guess that 2018 would be the year for a Elder Scrolls 6 release. So, my last one that... I'm looking forward to and you know people have got a sour taste in their mouth for Call of Duty titles in the last uh, four years three years maybe and I'm one of them but after seeing the Call of Duty World War II reveal I'm excited and a lot of people have been talking obviously they're all rumors but there are people out there saying that there's going to be some game modes inside the multiplayer that will rival the size of Battlefield. Uh, now that is a huge task to take on. I mean, Battlefield has pretty much mastered large-scale combat gameplay. I don't expect Call of Duty to do well with it the first time. Honestly, in my opinion, I think they need to stick to their guns and stay to the small map combat small corners, you know, run-and-gun style of gameplay. That's what Call of Duty's good at. I think that's what they need to stick to. The way Call of Duty plays, I would not like to see vehicles. I don't want to see tanks. I don't want to see planes. I don't want to see that stuff in Call of Duty. That's not why I play Call of Duty. I play Battlefield for that reason, and to expect Call of Duty to rival that in its first try uh, is unreasonable. But I can see why they would want to. They were beaten this year. Battlefield beat them. Plain and simple, and they've accepted it. So kudos to them for trying to change and and evolve. But there is a such thing as going too far, and I think they may have done that this time. Now, I hope, as a Call of Duty player, looking at things that they've promised, just based off of trailers and stuff... I hope that boots do stay on the ground for this game. I don't want to see any future or past flashbacks in the storyline. And, you know, I get a half and half. Half of it are World War II maps and half of it are future maps to where I'm still using jetpacks and I'm wall running because I'm tired of it. I, I hate that stuff. It should have never been in a Call of Duty game as far as I'm concerned, but that's me. I know people that are opposite. So... We'll see what Call of Duty has to offer. I know it's probably going to be the game of the show at E3, and uh, they're going to have a lot to live up to. I think that's going to do it for me this weekend. 
I apologize for being a day late on my release. Um, I had some personal stuff at the house that I had to get taken care of, and, you know, that's sometimes that stuff just happens, and I was able to get to you a day late, and and, I apologize for that. But if you have any questions about what I covered today, if there's something that I missed or you think I should have covered, uh, go ahead and email me at lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. And, and email me your questions. Email me your, you know, your comments and you know anything that you can think of. If there's something that you want my opinion on, I'll, I'll give it to you. That's not a problem. But uh, you can find me on Twitter at LC Gaming Podcast. You can find me on Facebook at LC Gaming Podcast. So... All right, everybody, I want you to make sure that you have a good rest of the weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye.